Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Video Rental. I am Brandon, and with me as always is Caleb. And we are continuing on with the First Blood slash Rambo series. We're going to be talking about Rambo 3. But before we get to all that, let's do what we always do. And Caleb, what have you been watching? I actually got a couple this week. Uh, I'll start off with the dud, I guess. Um, but um, my wife and I had a night without the kids, and we were struggling to find something to watch. But then my wife decided to suggest the live-action Little Mermaid. Ooh. So super excited for that one. Oh, yeah. Um, But, eh, I mean... It is what it is. I didn't. It wasn't anything special. I think the original is probably better. They need to stop with these live action things. Yeah. Well, Disney. Like, have just... any of them been good? Um, I didn't see the Aladdin one. I don't know if that was I, any good. I have not seen that either. I saw the Lion King one in the theater, and it was just kind of. Yeah, no, honestly, I think Disney is just churning out content to make money, even though that's like not great. So they're not making much money. It's going to shotgun blast you in the face. I mean, it's kind of what they've been doing with Marvel for the last whatever. Yeah, it's been it's been ridiculous. I don't I don't really expect anything from Disney for quite some time because they're set on doing stupid things so anyways i mean it is it is what it was it was i mean it's a movie it wasn't horrible or anything but it was just kind of like i don't know my wife even kind of said towards the end of it where she was just like i don't even know if i really care about finishing it and me being the type of person i am i'm just like no once we've gone past the halfway point like i just need to my mind just wants to close the book. I need closure. Let me finish this. Let my mind like be at ease. So that's the danger of when I watch something late at night where it's just like, no, I just need to stop before I start. That's how I feel about that new Ninja Turtles movie. Because I went to it with my daughter like a few weeks ago and we got probably up until like 20 minutes left of it. And then she was like, running a high fever so we had to leave and i'm like yeah i didn't get to see the end of the movie no i need, I need the closure <laughs> that would suck yeah what else you got on your uh list? the other i got one other one and it's another anime movie <gasps> so another studio ghibli if anybody's familiar with that and it was kiki's delivery service kind of a quirky little a uh, short movie about apparently uh, a witch. Like apparently, the tradition was for young witch girls at the age of thirteen to go and move to a new city and like start their witch practice. Okay, and a uh, simple, fun, you know, kid appropriate movie. So, uh, the I was talking to my coworker today about it, and I think one of my favorite things about anime movies is just that they're so unpredictable. Like I honestly yeah. don't know what's going to happen when I watch them. Where when you're watching your normal, typical Western entertainment movies, mm-hmm. you can kind of predict what's going to happen. But anime is just they don't hold back. They will do whatever they feel like. So you may never know what's going to happen. So, but it was good. So worth, uh, worthwhile. 
I don't know. I might have to kind of release a or do a list of ranking them when I'm uh, when I've watched enough of them. So, Back. what about you? Uh, I got some odds and ends of stuff. I'm still continuing on with that wrestling that I was talking about last few weeks. I watched an episode of Raw and an episode of Shotgun Saturday night. You know, nothing too crazy to talk about. Um, I started watching King of the Hill again. It's because I couldn't think of anything else to watch, and it's a good show to have on in the background. Didn't one of those guys just pass away? Yeah, the guy does the voice of Dale passed away. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty sad. This is one of the best characters. Um, I watched Back to the Future on CED. It's basically just testing the one I got for you. <laughs> uh, just to see how it would play, because you never know with those discs. It's like it can look good and spin like crap, but this one actually played really good. So watch that. Um I watched some preseason football. Not a whole game because there was like a tornado around and Channel 5 spent three hours talking about it pretty much. It was it was a bit ridiculous. Um, and then the, man, the last thing I watched, I watched Sleepaway Camp on Betamax today. Nice. That was a, so it was a tape I bought off eBay and the guy said that the beginning of the tape was slightly damaged. And when I like, you know, lift the flap on the tape, I was like, okay, well, the only crinkle part is on like the clear lead in part of the tape before it gets the, you know, the brownish gray mm-hmm. that, you know, the film's on. Yeah. So yeah, I just put it in my player and it was it was acting kind of weird. Like there was I only had picture when I'd fast forward or rewind and I had no sound. So like I took the tape out and like checked it over and like on a beta, you know on a, a VHS when you you know, you tip it down and you can see like the tape going under the flap. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a beta, there's like this plastic guide that goes under the film, and then the film sits on top of that, and it's helped to keep tension on the playhead. Okay. And I noticed that the the tape in this one was under that guide, so I just like you know open or spun the reel open a little bit to give myself some more room. I put it on top of that, and then tightened it back down, and I put it in, and it played perfect. Nice. <laughs> and I couldn't believe like the distance. The difference it made i was getting ready to message the dude to be like yeah this tape doesn't like play at all like i want my money back it's like i'll gladly send it back to you but then i played around with it and now it works great so i'm like oh good but yeah i mean that's always a fun movie to watch and if nobody's seen that check it out because it has a crazy ending to it yeah but other than those i watched the latest episode of um dark side of the 2000s i couldn't think of the name of it for a second that show was just not very good (laughs) they did one on shock jocks where it's like about howard stern and man cow and obi and anthony and like it's just i know it's just like super crude stuff but i'm just like not into it there's a two-part episode there was like the rise of them and then the fall of it 
And after I watched the rise of it, I'm like, eh, I think I'm good. I don't need to watch the fall of it. <laughs> I'll wait for the next one. Yeah. It's just your stereotypical 2000s, like, degrading women being as vulgar as you possibly can to get notoriety. And I'm like, I don't need to watch this. Like, I lived through that era. (laughs) I'm happy it's over with kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, no, no interest in the second part of that. But that's pretty much everything I watched. Right. But I also did watch Rambo 3. We dropped the first blood off it. (laughs) And we went from Rambo in the woods to Rambo in the jungle. And now to Rambo in the desert. And I'm only hoping someday we get Rambo on the moon. Because that's the only place left he has to go. (laughs) But let's head over to the desert of Afghanistan and see what Rambo's doing. Rambo 3, it is from 1988 and is directed by Peter McDonald. Uh, The plot is Rambo mounts a one-man mission to rescue his friend Colonel Troutman from the clutches of a formidable invading Soviet forces in Afghanistan. Uh, The cast, we got Sylvester Stallone as John Rambo, Richard Crenna as Troutman, Mark DeJong as Zazen, that's my guess, Kurtwood Smith, a.k.a. Red Foreman, as Griggs. Spiros Focus as Masood. Uh, there's some other characters in there, but those are the main ones. Um, This is probably my least watched Rainbow movie. Oh, okay. Um, it was one, I think the first time I watched it, I'm like, eh, this isn't that great. <laughs> but I don't know, this time, I don't to me, it's it's weird. It doesn't fully feel like a Rambo movie. Okay, why do you say that? I don't know. That's what I couldn't figure out. Like, explain yourself. Like... You can't you can't come in here saying something like this is not a Rambo movie, and then be like, I didn't say it wasn't a Rambo movie. I said to me, it doesn't feel like a Rambo movie, but I don't know why. Oh no, man! Kind of felt like a chick flick to me. I think I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's in the desert. And not in like the woods or a jungle, and all the other ones are. Yeah, I mean, um, Rambo Last Blood wasn't, but that one didn't really feel too much like a Rambo movie either. So maybe that's the the key. I don't know. Um, you know, I don't think it's a bad movie, but I enjoyed it more this time than I have in the past. Okay, but um, yeah. Had some things going for it. Um, some of the stuff I thought was good. It was nice to see Colonel Trotman getting some more time to like actually do something other than stand there and talk. <laughs> yeah, just sit there in his uh, army outfit and be political and all that. Yeah, um, that's what I never got either because it's like he was the one who trained Rambo. Rambo's a badass, so wouldn't you think Trotman is too? I mean, considering how old he was and what they put him through, I'd I'd probably, you know, give him the badass label, but he wasn't 
he didn't go all Rambo-esque himself with when he got attacked. No. So little a little disappointing there. You know, yeah. the uh, mentor or the mentee outdid the mentor. That's for sure. Yeah, pretty much. And I thought it was funny too, like Rambo came and rescued him and then like Rambo's still in charge. Yeah. <laughs> like he's the colonel. But I guess if Rambo's the one that's heading it up and he was able to go in and get him basically by himself. Well, yeah, it was kind of funny at the end because he was asking Rambo what he wanted to do. Yeah. And it's just like, what's your plan, John? <laughs> my my thought process was like, okay, John, you're the crazy one. So I want to know what you're doing before I step in front of you and you shoot me in the back. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget that you completely snapped a few years back in, <laughs> in Oregon. Right. Let's not and, forget that. And let's also say this, like, I am fully convinced, okay, fully convinced that there was uh, two sides to, well, not two sides, but two two reasons why Troutman went to go talk to Rambo in the beginning. One is he wanted Rambo to go with him, obviously, because Rambo would take care of all the messy details. Mm-hmm. But the second reason he wanted to go and talk to him was if he knew... <laughs> Like it set up the whole movie. He knew that if Rambo didn't go with him and he found and Rambo found out if anything went wrong, that Rambo would want to go and rescue him. Yeah. Like, like this is where I'm gonna be, so come save me when I get captured. Yeah. I'm an he, old man. He probably told Red Foreman, he's like, Hey, if anything goes wrong, go back and tell Rambo. Don't 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 ask him if he wants to do anything. Just go tell him <laughs> and then he'll he'll do his thing. Try not to call him a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't I don't think that Troutman was um, as shady as the other characters we've seen, especially in uh, First Blood and yeah. First Blood Part 2, where they deliberately were manipulating him. But I totally can could see that where Troutman was like, uh, if I'm going to stick my neck out like this. You know, I mean, I have a backup plan, and that backup plan is Rambo. Yeah. I got this living Terminator. <laughs> One-man army. <laughs> That's got my bag. Um, another thing that I thought was pretty good was uh, the film score. Mm-hmm. It was good. Like, it wasn't amazing or anything, but it was definitely good enough to not stand out as being bad. Yeah. And I had some good moments. Um, and we have to say the final song wasn't horrible. <laughs> it okay. I have that down in what's bad is still the final <laughs> song, but I said it wasn't super bad. <laughs> so, yeah, that's this is kind of like a middle of the road thing. It wasn't as bad as the first two. Yeah, funny that you say middle of the road because what was it? A, the road is long <laughs> with many a winding turn. There was, man, there was another movie. Uh, I don't know if it was made, the song was made for that movie. Um, It was about a brother, because in the song, he's like, he's not heavy, he's my brother. Okay. And there was a movie that came out where two kids in foster care or something went cross country 
and he was carrying his brother and they played that song and I never knew if they made that deliberately for that song movie. Hmm. It was an older movie. I want to say it was the 80s, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, random thing. Was it the wizard? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> two brothers going across America. <laughs> Not quite. California. Oh man. ET phone home. That's why I thought of when he said that. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh gosh. Uh, so the rest of the acting really isn't too bad. I mean, the bad guy was pretty decent. Um, not as good as Brian Tennehy is still the best enemy. I felt like, yeah, he was such a jerk in that first one. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is more your stereotypical Russian jabroni, but jabronov. <laughs> um. um. It, well, yeah. yeah, I thought all the acting was good. One that I would put as above the rest was, um, I don't know, his little sidekick, the yeah. the Sasan Gabay, Gabay. Yeah, the the Arabic guy that was with him. Yeah, who was basically kind of I don't know translator and was telling him all the stories and everything. He he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I thought he was pretty decent. Even the kid, the yeah. kid wasn't too bad for a child actor. Mm-hmm. He was pretty. He, had, he was pretty witty for a young kid. Yeah, except for then he ruined Rambo's plan. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, well, kids always seem to ruin your plans. <laughs> hey, I mean, like honestly, though, if that kid had not been there, wouldn't Rambo have been successful the first time? Probably. Yeah, pretty much. Stupid kids. Uh... Uh, things that I thought were great. I thought when they introduced Rambo was pretty awesome. Because mm-hmm. he's like taking place in his fighting. I don't even know what it was like a fighting ring. I think it was labeled as stick fight somewhere. Something like that. I don't know. But oh, no. In the, credit, cool. in the credits, the guy he fought against was called Stick Fighter. And I was, and I did a double take because I was like, wait, stick figure? And I was like, oh, stick fighter. Okay. Stick fighter two turbo edition. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Rambo wins, but. Yeah. And we got to mention Stallone's rock and mullet in this one. Mm -hmm. This big poof of hair that he had. Lion's mane. And extra steroids and extra scars this oh, time yeah. around. Extra oily. <laughs> we needed more oil. Was he going uh, all Hulk Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Getting all greased up, brother. Well, him and Hulkster were buddies, so maybe that was some of it. Uh, another thing, I, I know I talked about how it's not really in the jungle or the woods, but I thought the change in location was kind of necessary because how many times can you have them in a jungle or the woods? Yeah. Like, I feel like it needed to happen. Um, I don't know. And Rambo on the horse. <laughs> I don't know if I need Rambo on a horse. I mean, he was uh, on a motorcycle in the first one. Well, par- part of it was okay, but then it got excessive. Like the, I I don't want to skip ahead to like some things that were bad, but like if you want to talk about the whole final battle scene, yeah, just over the top. 
but um you want to talk about excessive horse let's just get into the bad stuff you want to talk about excessive horse what about the whole game that they're playing yeah like that should have been cut out like yeah it was about what 10 five maybe 10 minutes of just unnecessary horse riding game yeah but he was winning the people over and yeah no yeah i i definitely feel like that could have been removed the horse riding at the end a little bit would have been okay but they definitely did more than they needed to especially the fact that everybody's shooting at him on a horse and nobody can hit him (laughs) that horse is magic man yeah yeah what where were they carrying around in that that game was it like the corpse of a goat or something it looked like it like that's a what i thought I couldn't, couldn't figure out what it was like well, what a it, game it was a weird game. it was kind of funny because when they were playing it before he joined it looked like an animal and a real animal carcass and then when he started playing and he grabbed it it looked like it was a pillow with a blanket on it yeah or like a skinned goat and you're just carrying around the skin i don't know it was really bizarre i couldn't figure out what it was yeah good times. and of so. course rainbow's awesome at it naturally very first time he plays doesn't understand the rules mm-hmm. but he's amazing at it and his long poofy black hair is just flowing in the wind <laughs> that's how he won everybody over no they're like this they're like this guy i like this guy <laughs> oh are we still on the bad stuff? Yeah, I'm going to say my next thing, like, the villains, I felt, are really cookie-cutter in this. Uh, there nothing, nothing really stood out about them. You know, you got that Soviet bad guy, dude in charge, colonel, whatever the heck he was. That comrade, or <laughs> I don't know what the heck they call him <laughs> in Russia, but yeah, he was just stereotypical Russian bad guy. He could have swapped him out with a dude from the second movie, and I would have no- wouldn't have known the difference. Yeah, yeah, no, it was kind of flat, nothing too special. But could you imagine if they had like Hans Gruber? <laughs> I still think they should have just drug in Drago, <laughs> or had Arnold go in for no Mr. reason T. whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> just recycle all the Rocky guys. Hulk Hogan. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he could totally pull off Russian. There. <laughs> Terry Belay off. You're going to be sorry for doing that, brother. Oh, dang it. I mean, comrade. <laughs> I mean, Jack, dude. Off. <laughs> Ski. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That would have been awful. They would. Their main feud would have been over who's oilier. Let's get that baby oil, brother. Uh, anything else you had for what was bad? Oh, man. Well, just that like final fight scene uh, was a little over the top. I mean, if you like action, but honestly, when you're sitting there and watching it, it's just like the guy in the helicopter is charging a tank head on. Yeah. And it's just like you're, you could seriously come from practically any other direction. And you would not, he wouldn't be able to shoot at you. Yeah. But you are going straight at him for (laughs) no reason whatsoever. Well, it's just, 
when they had that standoff where Stroutman and Rambo standing there with guns and like this entire army is lined up in front of them and none of these dudes can hit him. <sighs> and they jump down into this gorge that just happens to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's really convenient. And then like the rebels show up and help them out. Like this is, it's over at the top, like you said, but I feel like there were some parts in Rambo 2 that were a little more believable than this. Like, this relies heavily on the bad guys being completely inept. Oh, yeah. They're they're totally pushing the... So, <clears throat> there was the first one, the drama, suspense, action. There was a second one that, like, fully leaned into the action element. And this one just leans even further into it with over-the-top stuff. I mean, you know, like the pulling their grenade pin and tossing a guy down the rope into the cave and exploding the body. Yeah. Um, blowing up a helicopter with the exploding arrow. Um, and then take essentially having a face off with an entire army. They just, <laughs> they just totally leaned into, it. I mean, they took it so far in the second one, they were just like, Oh, what the heck, you know, let's take it even further. Yeah. Except I don't think this one's paced as well. I do agree with that. It's I feel like it's a little bit too long for what it is. Yeah, early they on. They should have cut out that, that goofy game on, on the horseback. Yeah, they they took longer to set it up than the first one. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree, so. Yeah. Um. So, scenes, you kind of stole one of mine where Rainbow wraps the rope around the big Russian guy's neck. Yeah. Throws him into the cave and he pulls that pin and the grenade. <laughs> uh, that's pretty memorable. Um, I guess if you want to talk about bad scenes, we got the whole horseback game, but we've already covered that. <laughs> um, Beat that one. We're beating a dead horse. <laughs> that game. Uh, one of the things I always remember from this is not only just the caves that they go in and out of, but when Rambo gets that wound in the side he pulls out like that piece of shrapnel or whatever it was and mm-hmm. then he cauterizes the wound by putting gunpowder in it and lighten it yeah like i always remember that because it's it's ridiculous but oh yeah I, they intense. did a really good job filming it though yeah that's for sure yeah like all the angles and stuff that they took with it yeah i don't know what exactly how they did that but it looked really authentic <laughs> very carefully <laughs> <laughs> all right uh all right uh sylvester sloan we're gonna actually put a hole in you so hold still yo <laughs> is that a are we good to go oh man um, i remember the the attempt where you know he runs in there he tries to get like Trumpman out of the jail part and that kid follows him mm-hmm. and ruins everything i always remember that too that's always a big thing that stands out to me yeah one of the times when he was a, sneaking into the camp he i think it was the second time he bum rushed this guy on top of a one of the towers yeah. and the guy who's probably like 15 feet away from rambo tries to jump on like a 50 cal mounted yeah. gun and thinks that he would have enough time to m- mount the gun, 
<laughs> and turn it and shoot Rambo. And it's like, what? Like, who who really thought that was good? Like, even the guy wouldn't think that was a good idea. It's like last ditch effort. Yeah. He's like, oh, crap, it's Rambo. <laughs> uh, I had a couple uh, quotes that I wrote down that were kind of memorable. Yeah. Uh, one that I just thought was funny was uh, Rambo talking to his uh, little sidekick guide guy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what is this? I've never seen this before. And then Rambo was just like, it's a blue light. What's it do? It turns blue. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking about the um oh man glow stick yeah so i just thought that was like <laughs> such a weird dumb conversation yeah that's it's a classic one too uh but one that uh i thought that was so they increasingly have in every movie they've had a some cheesy quote thing like god didn't make rambo i did or whatever it was and yeah um, crap! I can't remember what was in the, the body last bag one. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You need body bags, and then there was something else in the second one, and they're just terrible. But th- there was one in this one that was executed, and it was actually it it was a little bit more believable. Um, and didn't come across as cheesy to me. Where yeah. uh, Troutman was talking to the Russian guy, and the Russian was just like, "Who do you think this man is, God?" And Troutman was like, "No, God would have mercy. He won't." And it's like okay, that that's a little bit more natural, yeah. Bit, but to, totally going for that cheesy uh, action quote. But oh, um, not a favorite scene, but maybe backpedaling a little bit into what was—I don't know if I would say what was bad, but maybe what didn't age well. Yeah. Um, the very end of the movie. Yeah. The movie was who the movie was dedicated to. Yeah, the um something about the strong fighting people of Afghanistan or something. Like yeah, that. and I was like, oh I was okay. like, wait, well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, eighties, the two thousands called and said this was a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean cons- dedicated dedicated to the Amazing leader and dictator Saddam Hussein. <laughs> if they would have had one in the eighties, gosh, yeah, uh, it it was kind of interesting. Like the whole time when they were just like, "Oh yeah, uh, th- there's a place called Afghanistan." Most people probably couldn't find it on a map, and I was like, "Nope, they probably could." Right, but yeah, this that hasn't was... aged well. New. No. <laughs> Well, I find it kind of funny because they always like posing the Russians as bad guys. Yeah. Which this time, the Russians being the bad guys made a lot more sense than incorporating in the last movie. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, they were kind of shoehorned in the last one. Yeah. Uh, it was the 80s in Russia. Russians were always bad. Uh, anything else you had? Um... Uh, about the one... part where he said, where are the missiles being delivered? <laughs> in your ass. It's in your butt. <laughs> in your butt. No, Peter, I'm sure if you look around, you'll find it in your butt. <laughs> it's not how the game works. It's just, it's in your butt. It's in your butt. 
That's my final answer. Oh, uh, gosh. One other thing that I had down just as kind of like a dumb note was, um, you know, it's a perfect plan that after you yourself get injured and there is a kid who, I don't know what, got like shot in the leg or something like that, the best place to go to then is into the sewer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Let's yeah. get a terrible infection and die now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But I think well, it's all right. I can get into the trivia and facts. I don't have a whole heck of a lot for this one. Um, there was a decent amount online, but nothing I found like too interesting. Like I always hate the facts where it's like the knife that Rambo uses is from this company and it's they made this many of them. I'm like, who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what I got is Sylvester Stallone asked for a Gulfstream jet. Uh, as part of his pay for the film, and they gave him one. It cost $12 million. What? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so with a $63 million budget, this was the most expensive film ever made at the time of its release. $63 million and how much was his? $12 million? $12 million. yeah. Jeez. Dude, that's like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so the horse at Rambo Road also appeared in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade as Indiana Jones's horse. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that horse is pretty awesome. <laughs> so the character of Masood is a reference to Ahmad Shah Masood, a real-life leader of the Afghan resistance against the Russian occupation, Minister of Defense of Afghanistan, and later again a leader of the resistance in its time against the Taliban. Hmm. So during filming, Stallone had a close call with a spinning helicopter rotor blade. In fact, had he been struck, he probably would have been decapitated. Okay. Uh, Stallone kind of laughed it off near the, with a near miss with the quip saying, at least I'd save a fortune in haircuts. Smooth. Yeah. So Richard Crenna uh, later appeared in Hot Shots Part 2, which I've mentioned a few times during talking about the series, uh, which is a parody of the Rambo series. Uh, before taking the part, Crenna actually approached Sylvester Stallone for his opinion and his blessing, something Stallone was more than happy to give him. Rock. So the director, Peter McDonald, stated in a DVD commentary, that for the scenes involving Rambo and Colonel Trotman inside the monk's temple, the temple itself was a real temple in Thailand, uh, undergoing uh, undergoing renovation at the time of filming. Also, many of the monks' extras were, in fact, um, real monks from that very temple who were paid to appear as extras for the film. Um, McDonald went on to say how delighted he was to give money to people who actually needed it as opposed to people who had way too much of it. Like Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, actually, McDonald was the second director of the movie. Hmm. Uh, the other director they have, I I didn't write this one down. I don't know. I can't remember the guy's name. But they canned him shortly into the movie because... I, he wasn't really getting along with Stallone. They were having like different ideas of direction for the movie. 
So they replaced him with Peter McDonald, and this was the first movie he ever directed. Oh, dang. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, so one scene has Rambo playing a game on horseback that we talked about many times. Um, in reality, Stallone has been riding horses since childhood and even competed in his first polo match at the age of 11. Uh, the game that he participates in is called Buskaji and is played across Central Asia. Hmm. Southern Central Asia. Oh, I had it in my notes. And I already ruined that. So the original director was Russell McKay. Okay. Um, he was replaced after two weeks of filming. Um, there was also three cinematographers that left. Okay. <laughs> and it was all due to creative differences. So, I mean, it's been kind of noted that for a while there, Stallone was kind of a pain in the butt to work with. His yeah. ego kind of got carried away. Um, he kind of snapped out of it, I guess, in the 90s, but he kind of had a rough career in the 90s, so not surprising. Yeah. Um. So this movie clocks in at 102 minutes, which is the longest Rambo movie. And again, yeah. if they would have cut that game out of there, it probably wouldn't have been the longest. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Didn't need to be the longest. Yep. And the last thing I got is this movie had a $63 million budget. It made $189 million worldwide, but it only made $53 million in North America. Oof. Yeah, woof. <laughs> For a $63 million movie. Uh, so now grades, I pulled from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think they are? Uh, 5.9. It is a 5.8. Um, twenty five percent. It is a forty one. Whoa, really? Okay. Um, and for the audience, fifty five percent. Forty five. And uh, do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, I'm torn. Um, I mean, it's an action movie. It's a decent action movie. Because I'm kind of like thinking and now and taking in consideration because it's been a long time since I've seen part two and this one. And I gave part two a 4.5. And honestly, I kind of feel like I should have given it a four. Okay. I think probably one of the biggest things thinking back to that one, not to dwell on it too long, but the whole love story I thought was so dumb. Yeah. And it was non non Rambo. And this one has its faults too, but in a different way. And so I kind of feel like they're both uh, on the same level where they're just not nearly as strong as the first one, in my own opinion. I'm I'm going to be giving this one a four. I was thinking about maybe a three and a half, but it's still a good movie. It's not... It's not... It is over the top. It's not ridiculously outlandish like a lot of the action movies that would come to be in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. So... 
I went with four. Uh, I am a little torn on maybe giving it a three and a half, but yeah, I'm going to land at four. Okay. Super convincing. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I was a, a little bored with this one at times. I mean, it has a lot of good stuff going for it. Like the cinematography, I thought was pretty good. Um, even considering like they had three cinematographers, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of impressive. Yeah, like some of the shots, like we talked about, with the um, you know, cauterizing his wound with the gunpowder, that was done really well. I I think the scenery itself just lends itself to being like a beautifully shot movie, and I feel like this one is kind of in that zone. Um, it's it's just like the old westerns, like I don't know, movies like The Searchers and things like that, where you got these big sprawling desert landscapes they're Mm -hmm. just so interesting to look at and that's what this movie really has going for it where the other two are just like okay he's in the um forest in oregon and you know and the other one he's in vietnam and it's a little more close quarters because you know there's so much vegetation and everything where this one you got like all this open area and you get kind of the idea of like the size of the landscape he's in which makes it interesting but at the same time it's a little too long there's some clunky things with it and i don't know i just i don't have a super strong connection with this one so i ended up falling out of three out of five like i think it's a decent movie and i'm kind of surprised that it didn't at least make its you know budget back in the in North America, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think so far it's probably the lesser of the bunch. Yeah, and I, I I'll probably still stick with that because you know that we're gonna be talking about the next one, and I I really enjoy that one. It'll be mm-hmm. good to watch that one again. Yeah. No, it's kind of interesting because part of me would almost rewatch this one before rewatching first blood part two really yeah and i'm not sure entirely why love story that that's definitely a factor i'm not sure if that's the factor but yeah but uh but like both of them are good kind of in their own ways but yeah i have a feeling that i may have if we talk about all the movies at the end i might kind of reconsider where two and three fell but uh i mean we're talking about half point difference, so it's not that big deal. Right. Well, Rock. Um, next week that we're gonna be continuing on with the Rambo series, but we're gonna be talking about Rambo. <laughs> Which I'll always call Rambo Four, because that's what it should have been called. Uh, or it was even kicked around a little bit. They were going to call it John Rambo because they had Rocky Balboa. Which, I mean, I guess that would have been okay too, but I still, why don't they just call it Rambo 4? Rambo. Who knows? <laughs> the Rambo. Because <laughs> now it's just like, oh, I've seen, it's like my favorite one is Rambo. Are, are you talking about First Blood? No, I'm talking about Rambo. Are you talking about Rambo First Blood Part 2? <laughs> Or just Rambo <laughs> makes it difficult. Kind of like Halloween, where it's like, are you talking about the 1978 one? 
Are you talking about the remake? Or are you talking about the one from 2018? Yeah. Uh, there's too many movies with the same title. Mm. But if you guys are liking the show, please um like, subscribe, and share. Um, you can follow us on social media. We're on pretty much every platform. I've been posting a lot of stuff to YouTube lately. I had these old VHS tapes that I picked up from a thrift store. So I'm throwing some like old school commercials up there that are pretty funny. Um, I posted one today of it's a commercial for pay phones of all things. And it cracks me up because they're like, it's uh, they're always there for you. <laughs> and now it's like, I can't even remember the last time I saw one. Yeah. And when you see one now, it's just kind of funny. Like who the heck is using this thing? Oh yeah. No, I can't imagine that they're still operating. Yeah. And then after I was playing those tapes, my VCR st- stopped giving me video. So I'm thinking I just got to run a cleaner through it. Hmm. I'm hoping that's the issue because I really like that VCR. But yeah, check that out. Um, we got those old school commercials. We got some older episodes on there. We got some side project things. I'm um, coming out with a new slasher quest before too long. I just recorded it. Now it's like in the editing portion, which honestly takes the longest. So I'm not going to give a time frame for that because I'm pretty busy with stuff. <laughs> And that's the fun part is the editing. Yeah. Yeah, the best part. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, come by next week. We're gonna be talking about Rambo four. I'm just gonna call it Rambo Four because I'm comfortable with that. But until then, as always, be kind and rewind. <laughs>